I'm Andrew Rice. I am James J. Miles. James the Justice Hero. And I'm Mus. You're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting Toby Kadachi. A fanged wyvern that flies among the trees of the ancient forest. Its penchant to brush against the ground and the trees as it moves around builds up static electricity within its fur. Does it do that? I've, yeah, I've never seen it rubber. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen it rubbing on trees and stuff like that. Well, it's like when I think it kind of technically does it when it's like clinging to the, to the trees. Oh, see, yeah. See the after effects of it, like where he, like, his hair stands up and he's like fully electric. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. I didn't think, I just thought it was having to be cling on a tree. But yeah, I really, I really like this guy. It's like one of my favourites out of the new one. I really like Toby as well. Um, he, he's, I think he's very similar to Zenoga with the, you know the kind of supercharged mode where he mm-hmm. goes well, stand up. Obviously, the electric element as well. But he feels so much more than that. He's, he's he has his own beast at the end of the day. He isn't mm-hmm. just a Zenoga yeah. clone, for he, want of a better word. Yeah, he does remind me a lot though of Catcher Watcher. Like, cause it's the same kind of flying squirrel type of deal, but... Eh... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's they one movie does... They do gliding and pulling out the wings, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, can I know see their, that. Face, their fights are completely different, and they do act completely different, but they have that one similar attack. It's just the, it, the general size and, like, that one move, like, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, I can see it with the gliding move there, um, but I suppose that's just because they're both... Designed off the kind of flying squirrel moniker, yeah. um, with Toby probably fitting that better than um, mm-hmm. Ketchawacha, especially because he's got the long, big long bushy tail. That'd be um, quite scary. Like I know most of the monsters in this game would be quite scary in real life, but like I think Toby <laughs> Kadachi especially because it's like a flying snake, electric squirrel thing. Like what? Would mm. see I mean, that jumping on you? Even, even if they were tiny, even if they were like tiny, like normal flying squirrels are, like that would be, would be scary animals. Yeah, squirrels are run into any monsters, really, in real life. No, I'm saying if Toby Kadachi was like a proper, like same size as a normal flying squirrel, like that's still the scariest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd, yeah, I don't think I'd like that either, to be fair. But yeah, yeah. It'd probably be worse actually. I take like the full size, like. Giant one over like tiny ones. One thing I've noticed with um, Monster Hunter World um, is that a lot of the monsters seem to have their their own little area where they can, you know, do unique things. Mm-hmm. Um, like later on, Yuragan's got his whole half pipe area where he goes mental. Radaban's got something very similar, and which we'll talk about him down the line. Um, and Toby's got that kind of little nest area where he's got all the trees standing up. Mm-hmm. It's where you think, I think it's where you trigger the cutscene when you first meet him. If I uh, that is right. you, yeah, mm-hmm. And I do like that the, the, each part of the map has that own kind of special boss arena area almost in a way where they, it, the, the enemies get the chance to use environment to their advantage much like the hunters can. I think that's mm-hmm. a really, really cool design choice that the guys have done. Yeah, and you get you get good point moments as well where like those monsters like come together in those areas, like because they're f- it's like they're fighting for the territory basically. Because mm-hmm. that yeah. like 
Rathalos and Rathian likes to kind of land in that nest area as well. Yeah, I've noticed Rathian. Like, like yeah. I mean, I've noticed that uh, Toby Kodachi, possibly of all the monsters, seems to have quite a large area that it roams around in. Like, I, I found, at least when I was starting the game, uh, when I was trying to track it down, it's, uh, mm -hmm. didn't didn't always find it particularly quickly, which he I thought does was... roam about a lot. Like, you can go from an ancient forest. Like, mm -hmm. it's not wrong to kind of start an area camp eight or camp eleven because you can roam around from between eight areas eight and fifteen. I think it is. Mm -hmm. I think that fits the the monster design quite well because it's clearly not you know an, anywhere near a sort of alpha monster and you, you get the sense that it's kind of always aware of what's going on around it it doesn't really want to fight anything it doesn't aggro you on you from the start if it sees you so I quite like that I think I think he feels quite difficult to track because he's um, he's got the verticality, verticality element of him because he does go quite high in the trees like you were saying so, mm. a lot of the monsters you've fought in the Ancient Forest so far, they're just, they stay in the kind of canopy, the, not the canopy, sorry, the, the forest floor, like, they don't really mm -hmm. go higher up, really. Um, I don't think any of them do, but then you've got that kind of upper level that Toby's the first one that you'll run into that does run up there. Um, and obviously that's where the, the bigger beasties roam, like Raphalos later on. Like I was saying earlier on, like, one thing I think that's quite cool about Toby is that it has that kind of Zenogre mode, um, where he supercharges up. Um, I think it's quite a unique element because you can knock him out of it much like you can with Zenogre, like like when he's on the trees trying to rustle about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is like a, a weakness. Like when he's climbing through the trees, like keep hitting the tail. And it's good to knock him out. You can even catch him like when he goes to jump off as well if you've done enough damage like over time. And like even if he manages to jump off and you get that final hit. Like it'll still knock him out of the sky. Yeah. That's really cool. If you like, I love aerial kills yeah. in Monster Hunter. I think I've only got one for like on a Rathos or something when it was charging me, but oh, it was so satisfying. Yeah, there's all so, like, so videos about the like specialising that, like just call them dunks. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on old Tobe, Sandy? Um, I haven't got many thoughts on him to be honest. He's he's just fine. <laughs> I don't find him particularly exciting, but he's he's a solid monster. He's a new monster. Spy. I think he's. I wasn't too sure who I had to take him when I first saw him in the trailers because he is a new monster. But when I saw him in the trailers and then like led footage of him as well, like I just think, oh, okay, they're just having him replacing Zenogar. Basically, that's not that in, in, impressive at all. But like I said, he has his own beast at the end of the day there. His, his moveset does feel totally different. And I think especially fighting him in that area with the, the kind of the little nest where he's hopping from tree to tree, um, you know, trying to hit you with that really, really powerful backflip tail move. He's a, mm -hmm. he's a tough cookie. I wonder if with the eventually adds an ogre if they would give the, those two like a tough war. They have to, surely. That'd be like interesting to see. Just them both... Um, Going into ultra power, charging up, yeah, and just, like, yeah, circle around each other and then fight. Zonogar has to take that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. He's, like, he's, way, he's way bigger, anyway, for a start. Obviously, have you have you fought Zonogar before, Mas? Uh, is he on Monster Hunter World? I don't. If, if not, he's then not no. World, no. No, he's not no. World, but I know you've dabbled in some of the older games. I don't know. I got as didn't, far didn't as get much further than the first couple of monsters, so that's fair. Um, what, what was your take on Tobes being like your kind of first exposure to a lightning element monster? 
I think, yeah, Toby could actually sort of building on what you were saying, he's got a really nice progression to the fight because obviously there's certain areas where um, you know, he's going to climb more easily and then areas where he's not going to climb as easily. Uh, and I think he's also got quite a pronounced limp as well. So there's a good sense of uh, the monster sort of taking damage over time. So it's, a, it's quite an interesting interactive kind of fight. Although I only experienced that, I suppose, on my uh, on my second encounter with Tobogdachi. And there's there's a reason for that, Jay. I'm going to bring it up now. It's because you, resident despot of the Monster Bash podcast, we, we, we were going through, um, we were both a little bit behind on the story. So we both triggered our cutscenes at the same time. And then you refused to leave your quest. So I had to leave my quest. <laughs> Uh, and it takes like it takes a long time to load back to the hub world and load into your it quest. Does. Then I finally found you, and I, I just got to see one of one of a big old axe land on his head and kill him. And I was like, oh, good, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, he's, it is a really nice progression to the fight, and I think that's something that's got going for it. Perhaps more so than uh, the most of the monsters we fought this far. And obviously, like the tree jumping mechanic, sort of. It's so the first one where it's a little bit disorientating, like because that's it's the first mm. monster that has that element to it. So it's a it's a good little tri uh, like light Odogaron kind of style where he's yeah know, really disorientating. Yeah, because Odogaron has their camera going mental whenever he's hopping between things as well. Mm. Um, you talk about like the break, like kind of like him limping in the progression of the fight. I think it's weird that he's got this big long tail, but you don't have a tail cut on him, just mm -hmm. a break. Mm. I think they just they were wanting to go for something that, to give you a decent target because he is quite an agile like monster. So you've got to give the hunter, the players like a big target to like aim for, and that's his tail. Whenever if if, he, if it was a cutable tail, like you lose that, and then it becomes like a harder fight. Mm, that's true. I I totally see why they do that now. Yeah, yeah. Because he is like the nippiest out of the new monsters we've talked about so far. Mm. In terms in terms of his just his raw speed, he is a quick boy. I suppose it's also where a lot of the sort of signature, you know, attacks of the monster are going to stem from. So if he lost that, it would, I don't know, he'd be harder to hit, but maybe he would uh, mm -hmm. do an awful lot less variety in his moves as well. So I think I, I, found it, like... I found that he's like really good to use the bow against as well because of that like big target and it's easier to kind of stick kind of close to them and aim for that target. Like they've, they've got a track record of, you know, you, you I, I cut a tail cut restricting a monster's moveset. Like, Rathian's the most, like, the, be the best example I can think of that one there, because mm -hmm. you cut up her tail, and then her little, f like, spinning in the air move is neutered. Yeah, it takes away her moveset, but it's, like, her weakness has always been on hand. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand from a weakness point, yeah, I, I agree with that, but Moss was saying, like, it would take away some of their moveset, which is yeah. something that I think historically they have done. I think, yeah, sure. I, think... I guess it's just because we're still in the sort of early monsters, so maybe they want to, like, like Jess was saying, keep it. But yeah, there's definitely precedent for removing a element of the monster by chopping off their tail. I mean, like, you can get a big tail cut on Pukey Pukey, right? So it's you happened do, already. Yes. So yeah. So our um, esteemed Japanese reporter <laughs> has done done some research, <laughs> got off his lazy arse and found out the name for a monster this time round. Um, which, uh, Andy, why don't you share the knowledge of us? I can share some knowledge. So, Tobu means flying, or to fly, and Kagachi, which is obviously quite similar to Kodachi, uh, is an old-fashioned name for a snake. So, kind of flying snake. What makes it old-fashioned? <laughs> like, 
Like, is the word like gone out of vogue? I guess so. I, I don't know. It's, like, is a name for an animal ever gone out of like vogue with, in English? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a very specific question. Like hound, I suppose. Dogs, hounds. You don't really call them hounds. You call them a dog. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're only allowed to use the word if you're old. Please um, tweet at us clearly. What? Why it's an old-fashioned name for a snake? Get the information for us, please. Thank you. <laughs> so next week, join us. As we fight, as must coined him, the big KFC chicken monster. <laughs> Which I wouldn't have thought would be a bad description for Anjanaf, but that's who we'll be fighting. So join us for Anjanaf next time round. Until then, Andy, where can they find us? Um, well, you can find us on Facebook, we're in Monster Mash, uh, Twitter, at Monster Mash Pod, uh, on YouTube, Monster Mash Podcast, um, and. Uh, otherwise, we're on all your podcasting apps. Uh, not Spotify. Still not seeing Luke sorting that out. So he's not going to do it this next couple of weeks either. So oh, thank God. Have to wait a bit longer for that. All you Spotify fans out there, <sighs> you can scrobble us on Last FM, please. How come MySpace is coming back? We should create an account. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're we, all on all, all your favourite social medias. But especially, please scrubble us. <laughs> and what what can they tweet at Andy Man this week, Moss? Oh, jeez, that's I don't I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. Send him pictures of KFC in preparation for the Anjanaf <laughs> podcast. I, I can't think of anything better than that. Lots of boneless chicken pictures. <laughs> please tweet boneless chicken at Andy Man nine four nine. And until then, thank you for listening. See ya. Cheers. Goodbye. Right, let us go on the quest. I should probably eat the quest, that would be handy. That is the first step to success. You gotta eat the map. Oh, have I got any potions? That's not my question. I've got any potions. That's also an important step to mm. <laughs> You can't handle my potions. <laughs> Potion seller. Monster Hunter 101 vid. Oh, God. Yeah, stop creating songs with a little bit of Toby, He's in the bottom left, middle. He's in the middle, the exact bloody middle. He's right by me. Come on, let's go. Have a good time. I can't find my way around still. <laughs> Jesus, Andy. And then some fucking Jagras got in the way, so now I'm getting scout flies. Oh, just shuffling up and not be back. What's he doing? I don't what know what he's doing. doing. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. That was strange. Like, is that, like, is that a limp? I know, he's just shuffling up the hill. <laughs>
so much if that got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. I'm trying to play Nino Kuni, this is my problem. But you're nice. not playing Nino Kuni. No, but I'm trying to. <laughs> Why are you trying to do that? Why are you Monster. trying to do that? Exactly. It's <laughs> a different game. The sword is similar in the oh fuck. Oh wow. Jeez. Oh, Louise. Should probably Well we won't cut this. We'll keep this in. Is proof, proof that the monster match lads are fallible human beings. I do, but they're just being a prick. I hate them. I want to fucking die. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. I'm really not in the mood for this shit. Where's my boy? Where's my Toby? Oh. Andy's really picking up some speed now. <laughs> <laughs> He made the noise like a sheep going bad when I'm out of them. Like. No, Toby, get that, she's part sheep. <laughs> Look, he genuinely made that noise. <laughs> Notorious monsters of the sheep. Well, this. <laughs> he's not having a good time this time, Toby. He is not. Oh. Hey. All too easy. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely bit of squirrel. That's a bit squirrely, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I thought he was more like a sheep, to be honest. <laughs> 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 Always gave me that impression. That 